I'm Ginger. And I'm Dutch. Ginger and Dutch here on the Ginger and Dutch podcast. As we continue on here in the fall of 2020 in the COVID world, we got a busy time in sports. Lots on the docket tonight. Some new stuff on there. We'll bring Dutch in. Dutch, speaking of the docket, what is this? You know, that's that's a paper crap. Episode 29, college football. Mm, Don't care. Quadruple doink. Rice versus Middle Tennessee. Lewis Hamilton, greatest... Ginger, what were you doing while you are doing this thing, man? This is crazy. We're going to actually talk about this shit? Oh, come on. Okay, okay. Here All we right. go. So we're going to skip on a special guest. Uh, I know we're, we're looking at a guest for next week, but uh, oh, I'm ready to talk. we got some good stuff to talk about. Of course, football's uh, hot on our minds right now. And Are you really going to start? Let's go. You tell me what you want to go off of that. Well, one. no, I was into just my preface. You know, the Big Ten's back. They finally decided to play their first game. we got uh, Rice in Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> On a quadruple missed field goal doink. Did you not see that? Absolutely. What are the what are the odds of that? That's what I want to discuss. Cody Parkey's feeling pretty good right now. Cody Parkey's feeling really. I did actually watch the highlights. I actually thought it was pretty. Nobody crazy. watched the game. I understand that. But but what I did see in the highlights, and I was I was watching the Twitter feed, or I was reading the Twitter feed all the way across. They literally. It was an overtime. They 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 did yeah. a, they did a run 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 just to try and kick a forty five year yard field goal to win it. And the guy goes quadruple dunk. I doink. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, ever. you get the double doinks. You guys gotta watch it. Our fans, listeners, we'll we'll try and put it up on our, our page. You, you're gonna have to look at it because it was incredible. Absolutely crazy. Uh, had to throw Lewis Hamilton in there. Come on now, listeners. But does anybody watch F one? There's some there's some followers out there. Congratulations. Honestly, to Lewis Hamilton, 92 wins. It's crazy, but let's be honest. Car, car, car. It's all about the car. It's Sorry, just like Schumacher, it's, it was back when, 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 when Ferrari had everything dialed in and they were the number one car. Mercedes has taken over the bunch of it. And I'm sorry to anybody that does listen to our podcast. That's a big F1. I don't understand what the crave is all about. Uh, however, kudos. But well, at least F1's better than NASCAR. They don't make a left turn the whole way around. Well, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's not a left turn. It's not a left turn. I'll give you that. And it was well-deserved. It's a, it's a pretty cool accomplishment. He's got a couple more big uh, feats to go. I think he's on uh, going for his eighth championship right That's now. Right, so yeah. yeah which he's going to win it. Which, and he's going to win it, flying colors. He's already had eight wins this season, and uh, there's just really nobody else out there. Mercedes is dominating this year. Uh, um, but kudos to him for sure. Well, wait until you get next week when I put on this docket that Scotland might qualify for the Euro Cup. Then you're going to lose your mind. Well, you know what? I, that's near and dear to my heart. So we'll definitely be uh, we'll, we'll be following that. I, I see the uh, the president of FIFA, or maybe not the president, no, but he, Barcelona. No, somebody from FIFA's got COVID. One of the oh, big, who, yeah. does, who, doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't have COVID? I know, I know, I know. I shouldn't, we shouldn't joke about no, that. No, I know. But you know what? College football. I, I honestly, you know my feeling on college football, Ginge. I, I I could care less. I think it's an absolute joke. I think. It's it's all money driven, and these poor kids are just getting thrown around, and they're getting they're not poor kids. They're getting slid in money left, right, and center. Uh, it's the same teams over and over again, and it makes no sense to me. I wish they had a better playoff format. I know you 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 and I discussed this. It's impossible with three hundred plus. 
Division One schools, let alone all the other ones. But um, in a year like this, it just seems so crazy to think that there's actually going to be a, a national champion out of this mess. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like I've heard on tons of different uh, spots, Twitter feed, all that stuff about you know what happens to these kids if somebody gets like a whole position group. Like what happens to Clemson if if um, Trevor Lawrence gets gets COVID? Yeah. Like uh, and they lose two games or three games. Yeah. Like the whole because thing there's not even a, a, a legit playoff format. Um, they lose three games and they're not. They're you know they're going to be in the like the Peach Bowl. Yeah. Which is truly it's it's a bowl, but it's, it's all it's a money it's a money grab. That's yeah. What it's, it's, yeah. It's, exactly. it is. It's a money grab, right? Absolutely. So let's get to the, the real big boy. Yeah, let's, let's get, get to, to the NFL we week seven. It. Yeah. Um, any questions that we're not going to finish this season in the NFL? I've been telling everybody all year. Nothing stops the shield. Uh, we're getting this done. Oh, of course, matter. and you've been talking about it. You, all your, your fantasy guys that, that, that you have, you're in a couple different leagues than, than I am, and everybody, as soon as somebody pops up COVID, it's like, all oh, season's going to shut down. No, it's not. Wake up, everybody. Smell the coffee. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Every other, every other major sport has finished. They've literally had zero shutdowns. Okay, besides what uh, the the Marlins missing a few games. Other yeah. than that, it's lock and load. Nothing's changing. USA all the way. We got the presidential. <laughs> we got the president's gonna be. I don't know what's gonna happen with that on November third, but I'm sure uh, Canada will be tuned in. Uh, How could we not be right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? This is not a politics podcast. So this is not a politics podcast. Under the tail of two sides. We had what? What did we learn about the NFL this week? What I learned is that there's, there's, we've got to the point in the NFL now where there's two different teams, and I know you wanted to talk about this. There's the teams that are playing hard and caring for each other, one another, and then there's the teams like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and and hey, come on now, another great play. DK Metcalf Sunday Night Football. It's a talk. It's a talk of the last two days. Talk of the last two days. The chase down. We've seen it from time to time in the NFL, Don Beebe and Leon Lett and the Super Bowl and all those types of things, but wow. That's all I can say. It's just wow. I'm going to call out some, some, some people here, just or some, some names that, that have been always into the, the um, they're in the limelight when negative stuff happens, just to show DK. And I was talking to a good buddy of mine last night about it and about the, just the effort. You know, here's a six foot three, 235-pound guy chasing down a safety and chasing him down because he's caring and he's he's all in. OBJ, Des Bryant, Stefan Diggs recently. Uh, the list goes on. I, I I could keep going with some Antonio Brown. Wake up, guys. That's what teamwork is all about. Watching a guy like DK Metcalf, and which everybody knows who's a true fan, watch that watch that game that night. Even though the Seattle, the Seahawks lost, and I know you were pissed off about a big third and two call, but not only did he stop the play, they actually went four and out. They went yep. for it, and they went four and out, and it was it was the, it's the story of the year so far. Yeah, and it could it, it could have been the the story for their season. Like, yep. you know, they didn't end up winning the game. They should have won the game, but. Um, it could have been the story of the season for them to... He saves a touchdown. That was a walk-in pick six. Saves a touchdown, and like you said, they stop him on a goal-to-go situation. And um, 
turn turn around and scored six on the other end. Like it was such a huge turn of events. Yeah. And uh, just a shame to uh, well, the Seahawks to blow that. Seattle's away defense is just not Super Bowl uh, ready right now, and they need some help. And 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 let's see what happens with the trade trade deadline if they can. I know one of a big big name just got picked up by Detroit, which you're going to mention in a second, but. Um, I just don't think S- Seattle has the defense to win it right now. That division is the best in football. We know it. I said it right from the start. I said it a month ago, two months ago, that that was going to be the best division. And in fact, not to get off topic here, but I believe that the fourth place team right now, just like I said last week, is the best team in that division, and that's the San Francisco 49ers when they get healthy. But before we do that, let's go. You, let's go back to, to Dallas. <laughs> Jerry Jones, buddy. <laughs> Come on. That team is in shambles, and it's part of my Dutch's dog on how how they just have no effort right now. There's just zero zero care. Um, they don't look like, and I can't to a man, fifty three people, uh, pinpoint the entire team, but for the majority, man, they just look disinterested. Yeah, this could be one and done for Mike McCarthy here. Yeah, like <laughs> this very rarely happens with coaches, but he's. He's lost control of this team. Like yeah. they, they've just checked out on him, and when you've got players questioning the coaching, and the coaching trying to defer to the players, and it's just a big blame game right now, and everybody's got the finger pointed uh, left, right, center. I can't wait to hear what Jerry Jones has to say. He hasn't spoke much at all. You got you, you got your star. You, you know you you lost your star right in, in yep. Dak. Okay. You lo- you're, you you haven't found your other star in, in Zeke Elliott because he's got fumbleitis. He needs to watch the program because that movie... Uh, high and tight. Yeah, high and tight. High and tight. High and tight. High and tight. Yeah. So, so they're just falling apart. Here's what I see happening. You, you got Andy Dalton who's, who's half dead. His helmet, his head's still in his helmet. Okay? Bob Mannery's probably going to make a good comment about that. Okay? But we're going to get into that with our Dutch's dog. I don't want to say you know who they're going to pick up? This is my prediction. Because, what's the guy's name? Ben DiNucci? Ben DiNucci on Sunday Night Football. Sorry about your life. You know he's coming in to save the day? And I'm not saying he's going to save the day, but Josh McCowan. Josh McCowan is going to come out of... He's, he's a local native, I'm pretty sure he is. Yep, he is. And I think that Josh McCowan's going to sign the, with the Dallas Cowboys in another week or two. He's going to be the starting quarterback for them because Andy Dalton, sorry, as much as I chirped about how I thought he'd be okay, um, he clearly didn't do his homework and now he's dazed and confused. Wow, sure. and the offensive line is banged up. They and, are. And yeah. the team's just not playing at all. Like... Not only did you see Danny Dalton get his head took off by John Bostic, but you, you, routinely you saw Zeke getting blown up on mm-hmm. pass pass protection. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receivers not running proper routes or just lack of effort on routes. So it was ugly. Yep. It was real ugly. Yep. No doubt about that. Yeah. What I want to get to is the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, let's do it. Cause that's Sunday Night Football. What a football game. 37-34. Back and forth with the cards. But I want to take take our listeners to a point in the game that, that I just don't understand. and I, I, it, it, To me, it boils down to the coaching staff. And Yeah, they play for, for Pete Carroll, and it's a great coaching staff, but they just don't seem to have the right knack for the right call at the right time. Dutch, who's one of the leading candidate, candidates right now for MVP? He's the winner. He's the horse race right now, and that's Russell. And I know he didn't have the best game, but, but he is the man. So you have Russell Wilson. It is 37 to or sorry, 34 to 31. Yep. Two minutes left in the game. No timeouts left. 
third and two, you pick up a first down, and the game is over. You've clinched it. 34-31. Yep. Huge, huge, huge Sunday night football win. And you hand the ball off. You've got Russell Wilson. You hand your ball off to your backup running back. Correct. On the exact same play they ran, they just ran. Yep. Which was an off tackle right that just got stuffed for like one yard. Let the guy make a play. Let Russell cook. Yep. He's an MVP for one time. Yep. For one time, just get it right, Seattle. This is one of my calamities. You know, you had the Super Bowl one. Hand it to Marshawn Lynch. Let the hot hand go. And continually, Seattle tries to buck the trend or buck the game flow. And run the ball on third and two, or pass the ball on the goal line when they don't need to be doing it. Right. God damn it, Seattle! You're right there. Just get the call right. That's right. And they they, they had every opportunity to, to stay stay at the top of that division. In fact, uh, undefeated. Correct. Uh, would have been one loss still. Correct. Yeah, five one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have been right. But they didn't. And that leads me to what I just said about the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I said like it that. last week. Yep. Okay, and they just dismantled the New England Patriots. That's the worst beatdown at home in a long, long time at Foxborough. And they're banged up, and you said it, and you said it last week, and you're right. Hmm, Jeff Wilson. Did anybody know who Jeff Wilson was up until last week? No, Jeff Wilson Jr. Hmm, 112 yards, 17 carries, three touchdowns. The guy goes off before he hurts himself. Next man up, like you said last week, it doesn't matter who's running when you have a system. And that's why I think the San Francisco 49ers, because they're getting healthy, you're going to get Tevin Coleman back come, uh, come maybe even as early as this week, but you're, they're, they're rolling. Yep. Big, 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 huge game against the, San Francisco, against the Seattle Seahawks. It's this week, if yep. I am correct. I believe so. It is going to be a big game. I think San Francisco, honestly, has a chance... To be at top of this division when it's all said and done. You're five and one, four and two, four and two, four and three right now. They're locked in right now. NFC West, as we said, best division in football. Yeah, I, mean, I can't I can't argue that. I, I don't know why I took the hot take on, on the north there for a week when the Cleveland Browns and, and obviously Pittsburgh and Baltimore, but top to bottom, four four teams to four teams in each division. This is the best division in football, and, and the 49ers, it's it's just a mentality. Yeah. Like, you know. Coaching, too. For, for, uh, for those listeners out there that, that love the X's and O's, I dive into it as much as I can. If you ever have a chance, go to Baldy's Breakdowns. It's Brian Baldinger, Baldinger yep. an old NFL um, offensive lineman. And look at the 49ers breakdown against the Patriots. They absolutely dismantle and its mentality. They come to run the football. It's old school. They had one wide receiver, Ayuk on the, on the left side or right side, and it, everybody else was crammed right into that box, and they pretty much showed up and said, we're going to run the ball. Yep. We don't think you can stop us. Yep. Let's see what you got. And they were right, and they're going to continue to do it. And when you can do that and control the line, like you've always said, yep. um, you've got a good chance of winning football games. Yep. Let's transition over to my, my team that I'm just holding on to. I brought them up last week. Yep, yep. And then we'll get into and then we'll get into the, the game of the week for sure. Uh, but let's talk about it. The Detroit Lions. I don't know if they were handed another one. They were by uh, the mistake by Todd Gurley <laughs> falling oh, into the end zone. Poor, at, least, at least he realized it. You could tell right away. He poor Gurley really sit down poor Gurley. on that one yard line. But uh, hey, they're hanging up, hanging on. I'm gonna hang on to them another week, folks. They got a big game this week at home against the Indianapolis Colts. I believe they're a two and a half point underdog. 
So let's hope these Lions can keep the ball rolling because after this week they do, the schedule opens up. They got Washington, Jacksonville, so they can make a little bit of and run. And who did they just pick up? And they just picked up Everson Griffin with a six-round uh, draft pick trade with the Dallas Cowboys. Looks like the yard sale in Dallas has begun. Look out now, uh, Chicago Bears, after laying a stinker last night. Look out now. I'm telling you, you're right. The, the Detroit Lions, they're, they're, they're going to come. They're coming for second place. Green Bay still has a good uh, handle yep. in that division for sure, but... Good for Detroit. Good for uh, Matty Pat's dad, for it as we call him. Right? right? Good for him for uh, for making a good run. Right. And let's flip over now. I know you wanted to talk about the game of the, what you thought was the game of the week. Well, I think with the game of the week for sure. I mean, and and you know we lost uh, with Cleveland, right? Odell Beckham goes down on a, on a meanly his play in the first play of the game. He's, he's coming back. Everybody saw it. Tears his ACL. He's out. He's out for the season. Cleveland Browns are going to start to fade away a little bit, uh, although they did have a nice victory against the Bengals. We got the undefeated, the only undefeated team, and I and you know what? I went out on a limb last week, Ginger, and I took the Tennessee Titans. I know, you know yeah. what? Think about this for a second. The Tennessee Titans were making that epic comeback. Big Ben didn't look that good. He had three picks. Yes, and, he did. And they were marching, and they were doing their thing. They were coming back, and old man father time, Stephen Goskowski. Just just a little bit wide. Don't say it. I'm a Bills fan. Don't I know. Say it. I'm just going to say right. wide. I'm right. just going to say wide. You know they were coming back, and if that game went in overtime and they got the ball, they were going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. But listen, the Steelers, you can't. It's football. you got to win the football game, but I am going to throw this out there. They're 6-0. and They're the only undefeated team out there. Yep. They're part of my picks this week. Baltimore's going to lay a thrash into them. And then that's a big statement. And the reason why I say this is because that game traditionally for the last seven years, we talk about it all the time. It's Home or away. Decided by a field goal. It's a three-point game. Yep. It's going to change this week. Now, let me just go over this. The Pittsburgh Steelers. New York Giants, Denver Broncos, Houston Texans, Philadelphia Eagles. God, that's a... Terrible, terrible, not terrible. Some, not some good teams. That's there. some bad teams. Now, they beat Cleveland, okay, 5-2, and two, and then obviously beating Tennessee. So I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers at 6-0. and all. They've played teams that are the combined record, and you got to count those two big teams in Tennessee and Cleveland just because they've each got five wins. You're 16-23. and 23. Are they really that good? We talked about it last week. You said Steel Curtain. You said they're coming back with defense. I don't know if they've got enough there right now. Like they haven't played anybody. This is a big prove it game, and and I'm gonna go against them this week. I I, I think Baltimore's fine in their groove, and I think Baltimore's gonna lay the smackdown. It's in Baltimore. I, I think it's. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a blowout, but I I think that Baltimore is gonna take care of business at home, and they're gonna win by more than a field goal for sure. Yeah, and I think I think you definitely can question them there because I think this team. When it comes down to it, to me, I'm not, I'm not going to question this defense. Mike Tomlin can coach defense. The pieces are all there. You know, your defense goes up through the middle. You got the pass rush. You the pass rush. Steelers always have linebackers in that 34 defense, and they've got Mika Fitzpatrick on the back end to make big time football plays and yep. take the ball away. Yep. A little mini uh, Troy Polamalu, if you will. This team relies on one guy and one guy only on the offensive side, and that's number seven. 
and that can be risky right now. And we saw that in Tennessee. The only reason why ten- one of the only reasons why Tennessee got back into that game three picks was the three picks. Yeah. Now they were they were, and I I like what Tomlin said. He said, you know what? Um, he said we'll just chalk it up and we'll move on. Right. One of them was at the end of the half. One of them was being very aggressive. I was watching NFL yep. game day this morning. They were talking about it, and those are you know, and the other one was tipped. Correct. Right. So those 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 things yes. do happen, and, and you know what he, he he managed the game early, and that's why they got the lead. Yep. And then they did what every coach in the NFL does in the second half when you're up twenty four to seven. Yep. You run the football and you make the team that you're playing run the football. You sit back in the cover two, cover three, um, quarters coverage, all that type of stuff, and force them to throw the ball or to run the ball. And, and the problem is, is Tennessee can, can run, run the ball. That's right. right. And that's so why the game they came got close. their groove going, and that's why they, it it got closer than yeah than what we thought it was uh, going to be at halftime. Yeah, our picks, Dutch. Well, I, I think I, we before we do the picks here because you know what. Um, I haven't done one oh, for a while, but you throw I, me for a loop. You're fired up. Right yeah, right? I think we should do a Dutch's dog here. I, I'm, I, I got something that, that I got to get off my chest here, and and it's, uh, you know, my brother and I talk about this all the time uh, in the NFL. So I think it's time for a little Dutch's dog. Well, let's go to the Dutch's dog. You know where you are. You're in the dog pound, baby, with the Dutchman. Dutch's dogs. So here's the deal. We talked about the Dallas Cowboys and how pathetic they've been and even now losing Dak Prescott and where we are. Okay? That leads me to the worst thing in football, and it happened multiple times this week. But I want to touch on John Bostic, a veteran. What are you thinking? You, you clear as day, and I don't care what anybody's going to say, especially you, Ginger, if we're going to talk about this, this bang, bang, play bullshit, okay? Andy Dalton's running up the middle. He's got ample time. You see him start to slide, and John Bostic literally takes his head off and kills the guy, puts him out of commission. I can't see him coming back for a while. I'm going to read something to you here. Jack Del Rio from the from the Washington Redskins. He's a big fan of mine, or I'm a big fan of his, obviously, being, yep. a, being a, a former All-Pro linebacker for the Vikings. Yep. Okay? He says, you can't, sorry, you can talk about all those different things. Bottom line is, it was a bang-bang play. There was no malicious intent on JB's part, Del Rio said. I know he feels bad about it. The bottom line... They got the penalty and we move on. Are you kidding me? Everybody. How about all the colleges in, in football across the United States? Maybe you should educate these people on concussion protocol and make that a class. Because what you're doing is, is you're, 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 you're killing people in the NFL. You're knocking them out of the game. And it makes no sense at all. I got Jack Del Rio. I got John Bostick. And one more thing. I got the Dallas Cowboys, whether you like what Mike McCarthy had to say or not. Not one guy from the Dallas Cowboys went over. And I'm not saying start a fight, pay a fine, etc. But not one guy went over to Bostick and grabbed him by the face mask or did anything. You all suck. Dallas Cowboys, John Bostick, Jack Del Rio, NFL, wake up. Start suspending these guys. You're all my Dutch's dog.
All right. Woo! That was a good one. Well, here's the problem, though, Dutch. We'll get into it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna get too. It's all good. But, it's all good. But Jack Del Rio. Let's start with Jack Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you read the, the direct quote. Oh, he's got to stick up after his people. No, no, I'm not worried about that. You pay that man, and you pay these NFL coaches to do what? To win football games. You're right. Wasn't the best way to win the football game and knock out Andy Dalton. You're right, and that's why the system's broken. And as much as I'm calling them all out, it's the system's broken. If you want to pay the guy and you want to be nasty, it's just you know it goes back to Mr. Greg Williams, who's still somehow in the NFL. Well, he's still coaching he's, for the New York Jets. He's still and coaching. There's still cheap shots happening there's still, all the time. And there's still team. cheap shots happening. Yep. The bottom line is to suspend these guys and the NFLPA and the NFL itself across the board. They have to start doing that. It should be just. It's no different than hockey. You lay a guy out from behind, or you do that. It's you're getting three, you're getting five, and now I get it. In the NFL, five games, look, that's major. Okay, well, let's start with first-time offenders. It's an automatic. You're, you're, he got ejected from the game, and he gets an automatic one-game suspension. That should be no questions asked. No matter if who it is, whatever it is, if it's your second time, you're gone for three, and if it's your third time, fuck, man, you're out. Yeah, and there's you got to include the game day checks on there. Start hitting these guys where it hurts, right in their pocketbooks. In right? their pocketbooks, you know what? And it's 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 you know what I mean. And I know we went back to we were, we briefly talked about Harrison Smith doing it a few weeks back. Oh, wasn't because there is bang bang plays. Because there at, are bang. Look, look, right. look at the Micah Hyde play in the jet, in the Jet game. Correct. I know nobody watched the Bills and the Jets, but if you go back and look You're at right. that play, there's not much more that that guy can do other than to let the wide receiver catch the ball. But that's why in NHL they have a committee, and and they need to have it. If they do, the committee sucks right now in the NFL. They need to have a committee that says that because because if you no, watch it's that just play, Roger Goodell making decisions. That's right. You watch that play over and over and over again, and I don't care, Jack Del Rio. I love you, and you are a good coach. You were a great coach even when you were in Jacksonville because you had nobody to play with out there. You watch the play over and over again. Everybody knows that the intent when the quarterback starts to lean back means that he's giving himself up. Yeah, he's going to start sliding. Thank you. If he's going head first, well, then it's fair game. And yeah. you know what? Head to head, that, that yeah, happens. Lay the wood. Lay and the I wood. would never even complain. If he hit him If he hit him going forward head to head, okay, you got your 15 penalty, you get your ejection, and you're dumb, and away you go. But the fact of the matter is, is that guy was going, Dalton was laying backwards. You could see him leaning back. I don't care how fast the guy's coming in. He has... Ample time to even put his hands out and hit him in the face with the helmet, not freaking crown him with the head. End the story. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, it's so hard. It's so hard because it's a it's such a fine line. Like how many guys do we see in this these slow motion stuff on on Monday night, Sunday night football, Thursday night? They they lower their head. Running back lowers their head. What do you want the defender to do? Right? Like yeah. they're also afraid. It's, it's so hard because. A part of me wants to go back to, well, who cares if it's a quarterback? Because there's quarterbacks out there like Murray and Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen lives off of that. Yeah. He lives off of teams playing guys that slide for two weeks, and next thing you know, it's big old Josh Allen, six foot four, coming down 250 yeah. pounds, yeah. and he trucks two or three quarterbacks and picks up a first down or two. It's so hard. Well, before we make your picks, we'll leave it at this. Maybe the NFL. Yeah, I'm hot right now. I'm hot. You are. Right? I'm not. And, and, I'm, and I make no excuses, but I, I do have a comment to make, but I make no excuses. Maybe the NFL should look at, and I saw it on, I saw it, it popped up the other day on the, I don't even know what it's called, maybe the extreme football, and they play with no, no equipment. Oh, did you see that one? <laughs> and they're killing each other. But at least they're not going head to head. So they're clotheslined and they're tackling and they're using their full, it's like rugby on steroids. It's like they're rugby, they're, they're smashing yeah. each other. 
Maybe the NFL should do that. But honestly, continue the education. We all know what's going on. We all know what's going on with, with head hunting and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and that, that becomes, that turns into mental illness. It really does with yep, concussion and all that stuff. So anyways, uh, enough of that. Uh, thanks for letting me vent. Uh, let's uh, let's get into our picks. Uh, let's change it up, though. You you you've been a struggling unit here. Oh, yeah, I know you're hot. Struggling unit. I've seen you pick the rest of the year. You're well over fifty two percent in your pools. Both pools that me and you are in together on spread picks. Yeah, we're nine flipping and, up nine and five. Nine this and week. five. Yeah, so we're yeah. flipping it up. I want you to go first. Change yeah. the mojo. A little and bit. I make no excuses, uh, folks. But listen, it's hard to pick. When you're picking on a Tuesday night, I know we air tomorrow, but when we're picking on a Tuesday night, uh, can change. lots can change. So, so no excuses. It is what it is. But uh, Mr. Daryl Seaman, I'm calling you out there. I hear you've got some good picks, and I know you're. Uh, I know you're keep rolling. But let's see you throw a pick in on a Monday, Tuesday, and send us. Uh, and let's see how you end up uh, rolling here. But anyways, I'm gonna go back to that game of the week. This is the third week in a row that arguably the. Pittsburgh Steelers have been in the game of the week. I love it. I love it. You're not trying to win. I'm not trying to win. I'm picking the big game, and I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens at minus three or three and a half. You tell me. I saw it at three and a half this morning. It went to three, but I'll take it at three and a half because I'm bold. And we're going to take the Baltimore Ravens at minus three and a half. I think they lay it. I think they end up coming up with a seven-point victory. Um, Just too much here. Big Lamar Jackson coming up big. Oh boy, first time I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers, minus six and a half. Yep, I opened my big mouth and said they weren't dynamic last week. Well, and, uh, look where that got me. Uh, how's uh, your Devonta Adams, and, uh, and need I say more? So we're going to go with the Green Bay Packers. I know the Vikings had a week to prepare, which is very rare. They had a week to prepare for a big division rival. Um, if they have no Cook, they've got no chance. If they have Cook... Ooh, that that might come down to six, but I think Green Bay beats them uh, by a touchdown easily. Yeah, I agree. And I think we got we're stuck with the Monday night gag. Yeah, we got to get off of our uh, our we're over over two the last. And game. it's just Let's a gag off. game. It's yeah. it's a gag game. Well, I all of the uh, the primetime games. You got Atlanta and Carolina on Thursday night. Yeah. You got Dallas and Philly on Sunday night. Give me a break. They should have flexed that game. Everybody knows that division's terrible, and we have to sit through a Sunday night game with that. Yeah. Uh, Need I say more? Antonio Brown's back in the mix. Gronkowski, two touchdowns the last two weeks. Mike Evans looked like he was disinterested. Oh, hold on a sec. I should have threw him in with OBJ and all those guys. He and all did. These. He, he did. did. He looked point. disinterested. He Losing did. his mind about incomplete passes. Yeah, now he had a tough matchup. Got to give him that. He had a tough matchup. However, Tampa Bay's going to roll easily. Gonna cover the ten and a half points. I got the Tampa Bay Bucks. 35-13 in a whipping. Yeah, you'd have to think they covered against uh, Vegas. Why can't they cover against the Giants? So we'll skip by my uh, my pick there, and I'm gonna agree with you on the Tampa Bay Bucks. So my other two picks of the week, we're gonna start with Sunday night, and the Bears are who we thought they were. The Rams showed up, absolutely dominated them right from start to finish, and. Uh, Tua, let's go to our other yeah, couple yeah, weeks. Tua, Tua but I, I, I'm not going to ride with him, folks. Oh, I'm right. riding with Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams, uh, minus three and a half on the road against the Miami Dolphins. I just see the Rams winning this game by a touchdown or more. Easily, easily with Tua. And then we're going to go to the Saints. We're going to ride those. Uh, the Bears are who we thought they were. I'm riding all the hot teams we've been talking about right now. Okay. 
And I'm going with the New Orleans Saints minus three against the Chicago Bears. The Saints have nobody, though, man. I know they have nobody. And, and it sounds like uh, Thomas but is they still not going to play. They didn't have anybody against Carolina, and they You're were right. able to win that one by, right. by a field goal. Yep. Did you watch the Bears' offense on Sunday Night Football? They were pathetic, and you know what? Listen, you they, they been, can't run the ball. They can't. They can't do anything. Yeah, and you've been you've been hot, and, and you're rolling. So you know, for our listeners, we'll do a quick little recap. I'm ten and eleven. Uh, I finally fell below five hundred as far as our three pick. You'll be back. You'll be back. And you, uh, you're at eleven. Uh, what do we got? Eleven nine one. one. Yeah, yeah, eleven nine after one. After a one four and one start. Yeah, so. yeah. Battle back. We're at the midway point, so uh, things are looking good. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for. Uh, we're going to do our own tailgate party, by the sounds of it, uh, Sunday afternoon uh, yep. at Casa Mose, Casa Dutch. I got my shovel. I am ready to bury the New England Patriots' 20-year domination over the Buffalo Bills. Like our man Sal Capaccio said, friend of the show, we're going to bury it. I'm going to bring a shovel. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to bury some stuff in your backyard. Dutch. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bills all the way. All the way. Absolutely. That'll be the game of the... That'll be our game of the week. We'll be watching that. Uh, we certainly... Will not be flipping to the Vikings and Green Bay game because the the Steelers and the Ravens game will be uh, the second game on that uh, dial for sure. Awesome. Well, listeners, uh, we'll flip it off the break. Make sure you're following us on all the social media outlets: uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Ginger and Dutch One. We still got that contest coming up. Our weekly challenges are still out there, and we'll catch you on the flip side. If you eat Dutch, you eat much. So welcome. To Ginger and Dutch. Dutch, Dutch, help me out here. Can you get the car door there for me? Yeah, yeah, man. Hold on a minute. Oh, I got some breakfast here, man. It's breakfast of champions. Try this. What the hell is that, buddy? That is way too greasy. If you spill it all over my car, so help me. Keep your greasy paws off it. Just keep it off my stuff. Dutch, Dutch, I'm suspecting a little bit of hostility here. You know, hostility is a sign of immaturity. Yeah, suck it, immaturity. Just keep your greasy paws off my stuff, God damn it. If Ginger ever learns to eat properly, you'll be listening to our podcast, where Starsky and Hutch are no longer, and it's now Ginger and Dutch. All right, listeners, welcome back from break. Hope you enjoyed this segment there from the Ginger and Dutch podcast. We're going to get into the Blitz, a couple more topics to go here. We'll start off with uh, letting our listeners know, hey, first time in 12 weeks, we're allowed a little bit of a reprieve. Didn't have a great week on the PGA Tour. Yeah, we need to take a week off. It was a, it was a tough go for sure. We uh, we thought we liked our picks. Uh, Tiger Phil, they were just Tiger and Phil. They were the old Tiger and Phil. Sorry, the new Tiger and Phil. They just didn't perform. Um, I think it's time for a break, no? Yeah, we'll take a week off. We'll be back for Houston. Houston Open, and then we, yeah, because they're all going to be practicing. They're, you're going to have a good field at the Houston Open, and then, uh, and then the Masters to wrap this up. Yeah, and, and Houston will be interesting. First time we're going to have crowds. They're going to allow some crowds. It's maybe a little practice for the boys to see, uh, have some crowds back out there, get them comfortable for... Augusta, which sounds like they're going to have some limited crowds. Yeah, well. I wasn't sure because I know that originally they said that they weren't going to have crowds in uh, at Augusta, so I'm not sure. But if, if that's the case, that's it makes sense. And then uh, they'll, you know, you know, they're going to come back strong um, come the new year, and there'll be fans at, at all the places because if every other sport's doing it, they're going to do it, and they're going to yep. figure out a way to make it happen. Although America's in shambles right now with what's going on. Um, let's hope they can start to buckle down here and we can continue to roll with sports. Yeah, and, and what I want to say just quickly about Tiger and Phil was 
um, before we flip over onto the you know the fall classic. Yep. Was kind of showed us two older guys all about their health, really. No, like yeah. it, it almost seemed like. You know, Phil all of a sudden he makes six birdies in nine holes. Six birdies, man. And then and then the next day he shoots like seventy six. Like he was he was just a little bit all over the map and kind of makes me question with the arthritis and some of the health issues with Phil and we all know about the back issues with Tiger. Like it just kinda shows you that if those guys aren't feeling up to par on certain days, like they just can't get it done anymore like they used to. No, I know. Um, but on days where they're feeling well, feeling good. They've still got the game and the ability to do it. So it'll be interesting to see when they get to Augusta. Um, hopefully both of their health uh, can be up to snuff. And yeah. we can see those boys at least inside the top 15 or 20 on uh, on that leaderboard. And will we see a, a, a new winner? That's going to be key when we get to the Masters. Uh, first time in fall. Uh, yep. you know, a little bit of a different golf course. A little different golf course. A little cooler. It's gonna be exciting to see. I got a I got a guy in the back of my mind that's starting to ramp up right now, and we'll talk about it next week. And then when we get to the week of the Masters, it's gonna be a quick week. I believe it'll be nine or ten NFL, and then it'll be all Masters talk because we're gonna dive deep because it's our favorite tournament of the year. And and being golf guys, we're definitely gonna dig deep in it. I got a couple. Yep, we'll have a couple special guests on there as well to join us yes, on that podcast for sure. as well. So yep. we're excited for that one. So keep up to date mm-hmm. for all of our golf listeners out there for that uh, week of Augusta podcast. Game six, buddy. Game six tonight. We're did here. you think it was going to make this far? I uh, I did. I yep. did. The yep. Rays are just they're just too good of a team. Uh, they play true baseball. Hey, when was the last time you've seen anybody, any team in the last however many years, try to steal home plate? In the World Series. How cool was that? The big question is, is did he go on his own? I think he did. Well, I was talking with my wife about it. She's a big baseball uh, fan, and we were watching it. I think Margot went on his own. I, I don't think that. Uh, I think that was all just him. And he was darn close to being safe. It was not far. It was not far. But kudos to Kershaw. Anybody that's going to talk about Kershaw and not being a performer, you know what? He has been lights out, and he's had a great playoff run. I mean, kudos to him for shutting the yeah, naysayers and up. And if this if this does go to seven, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to get in the uh, the game tonight. No, he's um, off limits. They already said he was off yeah. limits. Yeah, but uh, if he gets in in game seven and has any sort of you know one two inning stretch, yeah, he's got to be a guaranteed MVP in in this World Series. No, it's hard to it's hard to throw out Seager. That's that. That's the guy. I think he's a lock right now. He's batting four seventy right now in the in the in the uh, in the postseason. He's his on base percentage is six hundred plus. His slugging percentage is eight forty plus. I don't know if anybody if Seager has a big game tonight, um, and they end it. It's definitely Seager. If it goes to Game Seven and Kershaw comes in and pitches two innings and has it, I'm 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 gonna lean your way because I think it's a sympathy vote, and I do think that Kershaw deserves. Um, the recognition, but right now, yeah, it'd be nice to put that whole top. You're right, right, you're right. But right now, Corey Seager for uh, for the Dodgers, I think is the is the man right now. Uh, what do you think about the matchup tonight? The 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 Dodgers are going with a, a bullpen start. Uh, they've got uh, Tony Consolin uh, yeah. uh, coming back out. I, I think he's going to need to go four or five innings easy. If not, um, if not, the 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 Dodgers are in trouble. You got Blake Snell coming back. Yep. Time to show up, Blake Snell, and, and be the big game pitcher that you want to be, right? Time to be. Time to show up. Because yep. we all want to see Game 7. Everybody loves Game 7. 
And I also want to see the matchup. I want to see Walker Bueller against Charlie Morton again. That's a that's a that's a yep, sexy um, matchup. Sexy, sexy matchup. And I'm 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 looking forward to seeing it. My other thought is is you know yeah, console, back to your consoles. Yep. They, they've got it for a lack of a better term, they gotta let them rot out there for for three mm-hmm, points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If if the Rays get to them early and get two, three, four runs, yep. if if I'm uh Dave Roberts, I'm I'm letting them go. Yeah. I'm letting them go. Holding my bullpen for Game Seven, holding Walker Bueller in that bullpen for Game Seven because it's shaky at best. You know, get through this Game Six if you need to. If it, if the game gets out of hand early, obviously if you're competing, you gotta try to put it away. Yeah. But if it gets out of hand early, um, I let this game go and, and look to Game Seven. Yeah, dude, we don't want it to be another uh, Cubs scenario. Listen, it's been 32 plus years uh, since the Dodgers have won and. I think Dave Roberts has been doing a great job. I think he's been doing a great job of the lineup. Uh, um, Jock Peterson's uh, stepped up uh, to the plate whenever he's needed yep. to. He's had a couple good uh, um, good home runs. I know the Jays were looking at him uh, down the road for possibility for next year. I'm not sure if he's if he if he makes the cut or if it, if he's a swing or miss. But uh, I just don't like the new baseball with all of the analytics. You know, um, they were talking about it the other day about putting a, a ban, somewhat of a ban on the shift. And and that just boggles my mind that, that if you're a baseball player, that if you see a shift, you can't hit the ball. It's all about home runs. It's all about um, somebody sitting way back in an office saying, okay, well, A, if we get to this spot in this inning, we do this. If we do this... After four innings, um, this is what's going to happen. What happened to the, the the fun of baseball? What happened to the, the 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 longevity of a pitcher's? Let's take a guy like Urias, for instance. They were yep. they were they were going nuts about him. The guy has he's .56 ERA right now. Yep, four zero in the playoffs. He's an elite company. He's pitching in the fourth inning, and he gives up. He's he's given up two solo home runs. And then they pull him. The guy doesn't even have a chance for the win now. Look, what, 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 what are we doing here? And you can, I know you're going to argue back that it's all analytics and everything. And I get that, but it just bothers me that that they just can't play baseball. Let them grind it out and let them do their thing. Well, it's, it's it, and it started right from the from the bottom notch. Is that not only is baseball doing it, every sport's doing it. Football starting to change now with the fourth downs and, and going for it on fourth and down. Load management in the load, NBA. Load management in the NBA. Load management in the NFL. And it's it's all across the board. Yeah. Um, and I hear you. I, I I do get the fact that the one the shift one I get that that a, a world class athlete can't slap a single to left field when there's five guys sitting out there. Eight right zero. Like come on guys, you can't figure that out. Yeah. But. That's not the way the game's played. It, it's it's a risk reward management. That if I got runners on first, the two run dinger is worth more than at that point in time worth more than the single out to left field because yeah. the shift is over to the right side. Right. So we'll argue this, and and I, this is the conversation I had with my friend uh, last night. And, yeah. and and this guy had a this guy got drafted by the Seattle Mariners. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to okay. me. He got drafted by the Seattle Mariners. He played a bunch of minor league baseball and. He talked about this. What would you rather have? Would you rather have a bunch of 300 hitters, 300, 350 hitters that can move their way around the bases? No. The analytics will say a a 200 hitter that hits 30 bombs 
is better off in the in Major League Baseball now than a guy that's hitting 320, 330. It, it just doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't. It, it's no, a whole formula I, what, switch. Well, but what I want is I want five five guys hitting 350, and I want two guys hitting that's right 350. That's right. That can clean those boys up. Yeah. Right. And the where it gets real tricky is when you have teams like the Dodgers, like you've said, that have spent a whole ton of money and they've got all these five guys. They don't know how to get runners around the bases. But look at the race. Yeah. You can't say that analytics has fully taken over the game because look at the race. They've got a team that can move it around yep. and and move around the the base pads and play old school. Well, and you got a gem of a rookie right now that's just going out of his mind right now in in uh, uh, a Rosarina, right? The guy's yeah. just been on, he's been unstoppable and good for him. He set a record, and I know you had a couple extra games, but so what? He had a couple extra games. It is what it is. It's it's still it's still really really cool to see um, him uh, evolve as a young guy. He would be the MVP for sure if Tampa comes back. But listen, we're excited about it. it it's coming up tonight. It, it, it's literally as soon as we end this air tonight, it'll be on. Let's hope uh, when we come back next week, we'll talk about who the champion was for sure. Um, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited for it. I know I'll be watching it right through to the end for sure. What about David Price? Hmm. Think he wants to play now? I think he wants to play now. Now, he's got a ring, so, you know, and I know it's it's irking him a little bit um, that he decided to opt, opt out. Um, I know the Dodgers organization, if they do win a World Series, the class act will be they'll give him a ring for sure. Um, but it's a shame that he didn't get to play uh, because, you know what, he could have been a big part of this process as well. For sure. Dutch, all I ask... Yeah, is that next year? Uh-huh. If we can get a baseball game that doesn't last four plus hours, well, that's the problem. I Steph. might actually watch it. Honestly, um, I can't stay up to midnight anymore. I'm getting old. It's the problem. You're right. You're right. It needs to be quicker. We and and they've every single person that we've talked to and all the guys we've had on the show and all of our all of our connections with the the fan and all these people that we and every sports broadcaster always talks about faster, faster, faster games and we need to make it quicker. Um, they've got to clean it up. Golf started. They fixed it. Okay, yep. it is what it is. I know we were going to talk about NBA uh, and free agency. We'll 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 defer it to next week. Yeah, but but I, I in a couple weeks from now we got some um, some hot guests that I've been working on. Yes, well that would be weeks, good because so. I know I know they're they're set to do it. They haven't they haven't put up their their time for no. for um for free agency, but it's coming soon. They have maybe they're working around the draft, I believe. November 18th. Right. Which will be interesting. I didn't want to just quickly bring yep. that up. Yep. Um, we're going to defer our free agency special, NBA free agency special that we'll have coming up with some cool guests. But um, what are your thoughts? Like, how are they going to do with this with the draft? Like, these college guys, we didn't have any March Madness. Right. We haven't seen any basketball since, the, literally, college basketball since the end of January. Um, film, 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 I guess. That's okay. the only way you're going to do it. And how do you bring these guys in for a workout? Well, they'll be able to do that. They'll be able to bring them in for a workout. My, my, and I think it'll work. I, I, I think it'll work. Um, it may be a topsy-turvy top 10 as the as the draft goes. But, you know, in, in the NBA, in a nutshell, the NBA show, it must go on. Yep, and just like the NFL. That's right. And they're setting a possible return date for December 22nd for the NBA. Which is all dialed up for one thing and one thing only. Well, of course, for Christmas. Christmas. We know that they want to. They want to go after. Uh, they want to go after NFL. And, and now that the Vikings are shit, and they're supposed to be playing against the Saints on Christmas, 
for the first time in how many years that the, the, the NFL was going to go after NBA. And now I think the NBA wants to do that. My biggest concern with that is, is you're, you're, you're talking only two months for the Lakers, the Heat, Milwaukee, yep. and excuse me for Denver. Yep. That's only two months for those guys. I already saw. I was watching. I was on the Twitter. I was on the Twitter machine. Dutch was on the Twitter machine. Believe it or not, I was on the Dutch Twitter. Dutch was on the Twitter. Mark that down. Hey, Big Green, our boy Denny Green. He's yep. he's like, uh, you won't see me, and you won't see probably won't see LeBron either. Right. So you're gonna see a lot of stars. So guess what, folks, watching NBA, you're gonna have to live with it. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of games if they start early December or sorry. Christmas time, December, there's going to be a lot of games where there's going to be no people. None of the stars are going to be playing because they're going to slowly but surely work their way in. But it is a money grab, and you, it has to yeah. be. It's all about the money. Yeah, they've got to get um, some broadcasts and stuff in, especially around Christmas and all yep. that stuff. So I would be shocked if the NBA didn't get started around Christmas and the NBA or the NHL started shortly after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, even without some of these stars like we talked about. But because yeah. you look at even some of the ratings of some of these teams because this these sports were playing in non-traditional times. They were playing against games of lights like we talked about on our podcast here, um, playing against the NFL, playing against other sports, yeah. and, and having these broadcasts go up against other sports yeah. where traditionally they didn't have that happen. Yeah. And there was billions of dollars lost here, listeners, billions of dollars. So these owners, these players, they're going to find a way to get back here as fast as possible to not only recoup that, but to make sure that they're uh, protecting their investment on future uh, broadcasts, i.e. the 2020, 2020 and 2021 season, to make sure that um, they can recoup some of that money. Agreed. Agreed. And you know what? We'll skip uh, We'll skip the free agent talk because I got a ton of guys on my list to, to see what's going on. You got Drogic, you got Millsap, Rondo, Caldwell, Gallinari, Bogdan Bojovic, you got Joe Harris, you got our boys, you got Fred Van Vliet, you got Abaka, tons of guys to talk about, Jay Crowder, um, the list goes on, and and it's going to be a wild, wild, wild free agency coming up. Yes, it is, if you haven't even included some of the player option. Um, well, yeah, you got you got Anthony Davis, which what you know he's not. You got DeMar DeRozan. I think it's going to get. Could he return to Toronto? He's not coming back. They've got too much. I know he's on my list. There, he's right here. Boom, DeMar, DeMar, DeMar. No, I think he goes to the Lakers. But we'll talk. It's going to be fun. Well, we'll make sure all the listeners are tuning in to our NBA free agent special coming up with some cool special guests. Next week we've got a great special guest as well, local friend of the show. We're excited for that. Follow us on Ginger and Dutch One. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, contests, all the stuff. I got nothing. I know you're firing it to me. See, I stole I your thought. I wasn't even going to go <laughs> to end the show with some thoughts from Dutch. Folks, thanks for tuning in to the Ginger and Dutch Podcast. I'm Ginger. And I'm Dutch.